there we are. Hello, everybody. My name is Victor Pardo. Uh, welcome to Tip of the Spear. This is uh, a new project that my friend uh, David and I are starting ourselves. And David, you want to introduce yourself and say hello? Yeah, so my name is David Lodek. Um, I was born and raised in Chicago, currently in Georgia. Um, I guess we'll find out a little bit later why I'm down here in the South now. But um, yeah, I guess we'll just kick this off now. Yeah, no, we're kicking it off, man. We're not really planning it. It's like land nav when you were going through basic training. Like you have a better idea about it, but you know, the second that you turn to a second lieutenant or like an officer candidate, you don't know where the fuck you're going because they have no sense of direction at all. Yeah, I mean, like the the, the funny thing about that though is like everyone always talks about these lieutenants, but. Like, do you remember being a PFC in Pensacola? Like, oh, you had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, for those of you, well, because I kind of overlooked it, um, David and I were, are, you know, because it's kind of like that culture thing, are both Marines. Um, we were in the Air Wing, uh, avionics techs, and I worked on. Uh, the AH and UH platforms, and were you were you on skids too? I forget. No, I was on F 18s Oof, you were on the cool stuff. I guess. I mean, that's getting phased out though. They're they're gonna start getting rid of it because of the thirty five. No, well, dude, I I work for the company that builds the thirty fives, and frankly, like they've been having their fair share of issues too. But um. Uh, back to like the brief intro. So we were, we, we, uh, were both in the Marine Corps. Um, I got out and I found myself working in the aerospace industry for a couple of major, um, defense contractors. So I was at Northrop. Um, I found myself, uh, supporting Lockheed Martin and Skunk Works advanced development programs. Um, and a lot of the things that I learned in the military transitioned over. I'm still in California. I was born in California. I traveled around a little bit to you know, like Florida, um, Hawaii, and a couple of the states. But you know, or like I ended up finding myself back here. And um, never leaving Cali. <laughs> uh, honestly, well, I mean, I want to. Honestly, it's it's getting so ridiculously expensive to live here you know i don't know how yeah. I, I don't know how it is in in georgia um i i would imagine it's not that great in chicago and i'm not trying to like talk shit it's just not chicago is one of those major cities isn't it yeah Chicago's really bad like as far as real estate and everything mm -hmm. i mean even like i know milk over in cali is insane it's almost as much for a gallon of gas but Let's see, my parents, they live in a two-bedroom apartment, basement apartment, mm -hmm. and not the best neighborhood, and they're paying about 1000 a month. So, Jeez, dude. Like, I mean, I lived in Beaufort, South Carolina in a three-bedroom house on a military base paying 1200 about 1300 Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I love Chicago. That's where I was born and raised, but... I would never go back there unless I had a, a good chunk of change in my pocket. To get yourself into one of those nicer neighborhoods, right? Yeah, more more suburban area, uh, a lot further away from the city. But 
I mean, right now I'm in, I'm in Atlanta mm -hmm. just because that's where my wife's mom is. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I like Atlanta. Atlanta's pretty nice. But same, same thing like any other major cities. Everything is expensive here. Yeah. Do you do you find yourself caring more about like I don't I don't want to talk about it too much right now but like do you find yourself caring more for like the overall politics in a state where you go or is it just like your preference like you you could like you couldn't care if it was blue or red? Um, I mean it's kind of funny you said that because growing up I could care less about politics. Like, I mean we're we're not like old people. I'm twenty three. Yeah. And I guess the first major president when we kind of realized like, oh, this is our president mm -hmm. was Obama. And he's a Democrat. Uh, myself, I'm a Republican now. But I, I didn't really care. I was like, okay, Obama's our president. Cool. Yeah. Didn't see everything that was happening. Um, like not talk bad about any president or, or anything at all. But I definitely prefer to be in a red state. Yeah. Just because like, like gun laws and everything. And then, um, I guess I don't want to say the economy is a little bit better as a as a red state, but life does seem to go a little bit more smooth. Yeah. Um, I I mean I could I can understand that really to a to a certain degree because <clears throat> I've lived in, I've lived in California for a majority of my life, and you know, growing up in my household in a Hispanic household where both of my parents immigrated over here from Mexico, um, you know, and they went through the process to get their naturalized citizens, uh, citizenship and everything. My, my mindset wasn't really developed for myself. You know, it was more so my family telling me, hey, vote Democrat, like vote for Hillary, vote for Obama, vote for these individuals in in the district of la or in the county of la and they all happen to be democrat and you know for a while i believed that you know the democrats were the good guys like they were and and i and i'm not saying that they aren't but this was back when i was like you know um 16 17 and i had a really simple you know one track mind okay if this isn't this way then obviously it's that way and that isn't you know a good way you know what i'm saying um yeah I, I feel like that's that's like one thing the military is a plus on is you're you're forced to go one place or another mm -hmm. i mean you don't have a say yeah. if you get orders to uh san diego because you're going to miramar you can't be like hey look man like i'm, I'm republican i don't know if i want to go to cali oh god yeah and you just <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of you're forced to see all these different cultures yeah and it's kind of kind of a cool thing it's 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 really cool in that you experience you i feel like being in the military though when you when you are in the military and you are going to these different states these different uh stations like and experiencing these different um beliefs and 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 as far as like political um political beliefs you know you're kind of forced to be in an unbiased position because you know you're you're part of the military you know what i'm saying like you you yourself couldn't really impose your beliefs on politics onto other people because that's not your mission like your mission is to follow the orders of, of your superiors and to you know defend and support the constitution if that makes yeah. sense like but as as far as 
as far as like the um like the original question like um a state being the major factor like a state's politics being a major factor in determining whether you live or not like i've like i said i've lived in california for a majority of of my life and i've only seen it get worse under you know democratic rule i mean not too long ago like i'm i'm 26 now i graduated high school in 2012 um i drove by my high school which you know it's it's now charter um i drove by my high school and there was like this this freeway overpass that um was nearby and you know i would always go there to the bus station as a kid to go home um i was driving by and i noticed that there were like both sides of that overpass you know where the sidewalk is where the the there was a bus stop where everybody would wait to take the bus home both sides of that pass um were just covered in like uh homeless homeless uh tents you know what i mean like the city of la if you ever drive through it you you see a majority of tents put up for yeah. for homeless people and it's you know it's it's sad and at one point and this was really when when i was already about um half halfway not really halfway but like getting my foot out the door just just leaving home you know i kind of developed this mindset where i was like okay you know i need to invest investigate what like what really it is that i believed in because like i said my family my household was was really democrat and kind of pushing their beliefs onto me and then yeah i i developed that that sense of okay clearly you know, if California is it's con- is consistently getting worse over time, you know, and it's it's been under Democratic influence for such a long period of time, maybe we should just change things. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result because that's the literal definition of insanity. And I'm like, you know, why why is it that we are so afraid to just you know have a Republican governor for once? And yeah. I, I honestly don't know. And I don't I don't talk about my politics to my friends because, you know, a lot of my friends here are are liberal. They are Democrat. They are they are um, blue. And the second that I say anything related to Republicans or conser- uh, conservatives, they're like, OK, you're you're a bad fucking person, you know. And that, that's the crazy thing. Like, I thought America was this free place where. Hey, if you believe in left and you don't want to believe in right, like you're allowed to, because guess what? You're in America, you're American, but it's really not. And that's the craziest thing. Cause like, yeah, like you're saying, everyone's okay. Like if you don't like Trump, okay, that's fine. That's, that's your own opinion. You know, he's done good. He's done bad, but so is every other president. Mm -hmm. Um, But why is it that, you know, every time a Republican steps on stage, like John McCain, all these other people they're like no way like he is just gonna want guns out on the floor and that starts gang violence and this this and this yeah but it's the it's the complete opposite i mean when i was in miami so miami's a democratic city Mm -hmm. even though florida is very republican Mm -hmm. um like the same thing you're saying there is so many homeless people like where i lived um i'd say about three to five blocks away from Biscayne 
Avenue, or Biscayne Boulevard, mm-hmm. which is like the main strip. It's like uh, like Lakeshore Drive for Chicago, or um, like what's the main LA road? Uh, Hollywood Boulevard, I would say. Yeah, so it's it's like it's like those roads, mm-hmm. but there is it's just lined up. You go under any underpass, there's tents lined up. Um, actually, where when the riots were happening, where they blew up that cop car, uh-huh. that's that was literally right by where I was living, and it was right where all the homeless people live. Right. Um, but it's just I don't know. It was crazy. Like there's so many homeless people. Um, and times were definitely looking a lot better yeah. these last years. Um, unemployment has been not go- not skyrocketing, but it's definitely been dropping. Jobs have been opening up. Um, I don't know. I mean, Biden's our president now. He's my commander in chief. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully things turn around. I mean, I'm a Republican, but again, I'm also, you know, I don't believe in right and wrong. It's, it's the person. It's not really the color. Yeah, I feel like it's more one of those situations where you you hear a lot about a person from like your best friend, and you get this idea from them. Okay, this person is just an asshole, or this person is like a really great person, and then you finally meet them for yourselves. You know, you don't you don't you don't meet them for yourself. You 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 base your opinion off of off of their experience or their their perspective and shit and um you draw your conclusion about that you know it's it's like it's it's basically just not not being biased about it cuz i mean i yeah at first when i when i when i found out um or when i saw that biden had you know won the majority i'm like oh shit here we go but then I kind of realized, like, dude, this person is not going to directly affect my life. Like, everything in my life is my responsibility alone. You know, I haven't, I haven't had any, any, like, like, I feel like I haven't been affected by, you know, the administration either way. Like, not, not in a good way, not in a bad way. Like, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just here along for the ride. And realistically, that's what we all are, you know, unless you are serving in the military and then you're, you know, susceptible to a lot more policy and a lot more, um, you know, what, whatever it is that they put out, what the administration puts out, you're going to be obviously more affected by that. But yeah, like mm -hmm. I, so when I was deployed, when I was coming back, um, I reported at Hawaii Uh and I was talking to my buddies. I'm like, yo, I'm going to be back in like 10 days or so. Um, like, how's everything going in the shop? And like, dude, we just got this new staff sergeant who came off the drill field. Like, he's a hard ass, blah, blah, blah. And like, like you just said, you know, you, you really don't, you don't, you kind of get this taste in your mouth about someone from your, like, peers or your friends or anyone that really talks about this person. Right. So I had this taste in my mouth, like, great, man. Like, <laughs> Here I am, about to be the CDI of day crew or night crew or mid crew or whatever, and I'm gonna have to listen to this hard ass staff sergeant because you know he just stepped off the drill field. Comes to go like, I meet this guy and he's he's super chill. He's the motorcycle rep. He's he's a good guy. Like he actually cares about his Marines. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's I feel like some people just need to really meet like that that person or 
read something about the president, not from all these like Facebook posts that you see. Cause yeah. I don't know. I go on Facebook sometimes and I'll see something and I'm like, dude, I was there. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, you don't know what you're totally talking about. <laughs> yeah. This is totally wrong. I was, I was in Singapore. Like, what do you mean? Like they're murdering people? No, they were not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you, you, how are you going to tell me that I'm wrong? I was there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like social media, that's a whole other topic. But. Yeah, social media. A lot of people. I, I I feel like a lot of I feel here's 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 my overall opinion. Um, before the shutdown uh, and everything, um, I was taking a communications class at my college, and you know, um, you know, like the first day of class you go to your school and you know your professor will have you introduce yourself to everybody what your educational plan is like you know just just introduce yourself okay um i was towards like the blast of the students to introduce themselves but this 19 year old is or 18 19 year old like he was fresh out of high school goes up to the podium and our our intro was you know obviously introduce ourselves but talk about a serious political issue that we're we're that we believe in or that we wanted to just talk about so this this high school student goes up to the podium and right off the bat he says we need to get rid of trump and ice because they are nothing but a bunch of uh nazis and they're you know, like that, like the, the, the word Nazi in this man's, um, in this young, young man's sentence or, you know, introduction was thrown around so many times. And I was just like, I was, I was astounded by the arrogance of it. You know what I mean? And he referenced like a, an article he saw in the news. And, um, when, when it was my turn to speak, you know, I was, I, I didn't direct it. I didn't address him directly. You know, I looked at the class. I was like, you know, hey, my name is Victor Pardo. Um, I believe that a major thing in, in our society right now is a lot of people don't really investigate into major political issues with fact that they go into it with emotion, you know, and he was this guy was talking about ice and how they're just locking up kids and, and, and all this. And I'm not I'm not disregarding the fact that that is probably the situation or that is a situation that is happening right now because there are individuals attempting to cross over the border with children, you know, under their under their care. Um, believe it or not, like a lot a lot of those kids don't have any type of relation to those adults whatsoever. But people, yeah. but people don't want to acknowledge that, you know. And so this guy was saying, like, yeah, ICE is a bunch of Nazis, blah blah blah, you know. And I look at him and I say, did you know that seventy percent of all, you know, um, all officers and uh, federal agents that are assigned within ICE and uh, the Border Protection Division of Homeland Security, about seventy percent of them are Hispanic. You know what I mean? I didn't and, even know that. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's 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 amazing. And I actually saw a documentary about um, because I I also wanted to apply to like not ICE. Um, it was 
Uh, it's called Customs and Border Protection, and those are the officers that are stationed at the borders at major ports, and they'll they'll intake and just make sure that you're not bringing anything anything illegal or that your paperwork is fine. You know, um, my sister was working it for uh, I think I think almost a year now actually, and she um, she tells me that she works. You know, uh, checking people's cars and and make sure that they're not bringing any illicit items. She caught cocaine once. She caught weed. You know, another time, coming from the south of the border, and um, her job interested me a lot, and I wanted to apply to that. But um, on on their website uh, or on a website um, regarding like those positions, there was a brief. Uh, documentary of, of of those officers of those agents and there a lot of them were just saying like yeah I'm Hispanic I grew up along the Texas or Arizona border um, my community was really affected a lot by you know the the cartel violence um, from from the from south of the border and a lot of them got into really detailed um, detailed very very I don't want to say horrific, but just obviously not great stories, you know, and and that really just got me thinking, like, you know, you're you're blaming the government for what's happening to, quote unquote, our people when it's our people who are driving our people from their home country, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it's not only in, in Mexico that you see it, but like, sadly, if you're a part of that same like violence or bad area in America and like you try to leave that certain place like you know the bad parts of LA bad parts of Chicago New York etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah like you just you don't know what to do because you're either a misinformed b like you just don't know enough or you're too scared to leave because you're you're drawn into this like yeah if you join a gang you can't just leave that gang <laughs> you know there's there's initiations you gotta, you gotta leave uh, their way yeah so i mean i'm sure it's the same way in mexico mm-hmm. like, if you're if, if your brother is in the cartel or is part of like a bad situation yeah well you're you're tied in it now you can't just leave uh wherever you are because yeah. they'll find you and they'll kill you oh yeah yeah like unlike like they have enforcers it's strictly for that yeah, you know. the, the world the world's a messed up place. It's it's crazy. It's just a it's a constant battle that'll never stop. Oh yeah, but but people want you know to blame something. People want to um, adhere responsibility to either a group or whatever. And you know, like this this guy on Facebook was getting like throwing all this all this. Uh, projecting all this on me, you know, he was telling me like, Hey, you are for the, you are voting, wanting the genocide of our people who are, you know, dying in ice custody. If you're Republican or conservative in this state, like, I don't care what you personally believe in. If you are conservative or Republican, and that's the gist of what he was saying, if you are either of those things, you want the genocide of our people. And I said, hold on, (laughs) you know what I mean? Everyone's a politic now. Yeah, like like how long ago? And I don't know if you, rem- uh, I don't know if you might remember this. Um, when they when they captured uh, Pablo, 
Escobar's son. And I, I forget what I forget what what's huh? I was like, what, a few years ago? A few, yeah, but you know, in the city where the where the police were detaining him, the cartel was was openly killing citizens, just normal people who had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? And and the the video and everything that was coming out of, of Mexico of people, you know, just getting shot in their cars, like women, children, the elderly. I saw, I, you know, I'm, I'm not laughing about it because it's funny. I'm laughing about it because, like, nobody is paying attention to this the way that they're paying attention to, oh, my God, our administration is doing this. You know, they're, they're, not, they're not looking at, like, a big picture. They're looking at a fraction of it because they want to, you know, ad adhere some type of responsibility. Yeah, I mean... Like you said, it's just, it's a lot easier to blame somebody yeah. than to like just look at the logistics of it, actually see like real footage of what's happening, not just some random news site or website that's like, hey, this is a so and so's fault. Yeah. The only reason why this happened is because, you know, this and this wasn't in place and our president didn't put these procedures in place. Uh, uh, you know, hold on. I, I, I completely, I completely do myself because I was, I wasn't paying attention really. I, I was just thinking more about this story. Um, it was El Chapo's son. Um, I, I, I was thinking way back when I said Pablo Escobar. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I remember seeing, uh, I forget where the video was coming out from. It was like some sources online, of course, but you know, people were running from gunfire and people just getting shot. Um, and it says it was happening a lot in this city of, I don't, I'm, I know I'm going to butcher this, Culhuacan. Just fierce gun battles all across Mexico. And people just getting murdered left and right. You know, my, um, my coworker, he, he's an older cat. Um, he he was telling me a story of well i don't think we're gonna have time about it for it actually we got you know another three minutes but you know i i the one thing i said i didn't want to do we ended up doing anyway getting was super political um <laughs> yeah but i mean that's that's the overall message of like like um on that issue it's just Nobody, nobody really takes care to look at a bigger picture or, you know, a lot of people are quicker to, to blame responsibility on what's more convenient than, you know, looking at the source of, of whatever problem might be uh, ensuing. And like in this case, it happens to be the failing, uh, you know, of, of, of the government down south and the violence that the cartel ensues. Yeah, I, I mean... This could go into a whole other conversation, but I truly believe it's because there's too much media now. Yeah. Like everyone, you can't cover the same story. Like if CNN covers it and then Fox covers it, it, yeah, you can have the same topic, but it can't be the same conversation. Two separate so, things. So, yeah, there's just, there's too much media now. Yeah. And like I said, like, frankly, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, at this point, I don't care that he's, that Biden is going to be the, you know, next uh, commander in chief. Like, 
I know that my life is, you know, my responsibility and, and everything else is really up to me. It's not so much on the government or him. You know, I do know that at some point I am projecting to leave California or at least Los Angeles. But yeah, man, it's just a really, it's a really crazy time, you know, and the, the goal of this project that uh, David and I are starting right now, um, it's really to just, I think, anyway, um, to, to really bring a lot more within the veteran community together and just like not not so much just convince other people about our, our opinions. It's really just sharing, you know. I mean, I'm sure David likes. Uh, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure he likes the Popeyes chicken sandwiches. I might like the Chick Fil A ones, and I think they're good. It's not my responsibility to to convince him otherwise. You know, it's just it's just us here. You know, we're not we're not we're not trying to propagate anything. We're just discussing our own observations. And sharing with everybody else what we think and, you know, how we perceive certain things. Um, so later on down the line, whenever it is that we actually get a better idea and clearer picture of where we want to go with this, we'll definitely structure, you know, topics around that. This was more just, this just happened, you know, this conversation just happened. It wasn't pl- planned or anything. But aside from that, do you have any closing remarks for the last 30 seconds that we got? Um, I, I guess all I can really say to this is I feel like everyone's really entitled to their own opinion. And if you can't respect someone's opinion, like, uh, apparently I like the Popeye's chicken sandwich more than Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and like, it's totally fine. If you like, if you like Chick-fil-A better, like it's, it's all good. I'll be at Popeye's on Sunday and you yeah. won't, you know? So, <laughs> okay. Well, we will catch you all later on the next episode. Have a good one. Cool, man. Sweet. So does it?